welcome to this fourth episode of Advice Talks, which is brought to you by AdviceScotland.com. Now in this episode, I'm going to be covering a story that's been in the papers quite a lot in the last couple of days, and that is whether Scotland is now facing an explosion of council tax debt. Now, if you've been following the news recently, you may have seen the warnings that have been issued by Citizens Advice Scotland one of Scotland's leading debt charities that Scotland is facing an explosion of council tax debt. Are we facing an explosion of council tax debt? Well, the answer's yes, to some extent, uh, because it's certainly not been a normal uh, last 12 months. Uh, and, you know, lots of people have lost their job. They've, uh, they've been forced onto benefits. And so a lot of people you know, not used to navigating the benefit system, well, maybe struggled to actually, you know, apply for the right benefits to to help reduce the liability for council tax. Uh, and they may have lacked the means and ability to actually pay their council tax bills. So there is certainly true that there's going to be more people in the next couple of months who are maybe struggling. And for the first time ever, we'll be getting letters from sheriff officers and we'll be wondering what can we do. The other side of it is, is it's quite normal at this time of the year to see an increase in activity by sheriff officers who are the court officers that are used to recover council tax debt. And the reason for that is because we're coming to the end of the financial year and most local authorities in Scotland will be stepping up their activities to try and recover and get in as much of that money uh, from council tax as they can so that they can actually have money to spend next year on services. You know, council tax helps pay for a number of different vital council services, such as schools, uh, you know, roads, uh, you know, garbage collection. And, you know, we've seen, even in the last year, we've seen, you know, the effects of councils that are struggling to, to meet budgets. Uh, you know, in Glasgow, for example, in the summer, we've seen, uh, you know, the cuts to public frontline services, advice services, uh, such as citizens' advice bureaus and law centres. This funding is really important for councils. They rely on about 15% of their total funding to come from the council tax that they, they levy on people, you know, on households across Scotland. And as over the years, the, the amount of funding they're receiving from the Scottish Government goes down and then they've actually had to increase the amount of council tax. And as they've done that, then obviously it's increased at a level probably for most people that is you know, rising faster than the, you know, their wages. So more and more people are struggling with council tax debt. And this year, this last 12 months, has certainly not made it any easier for a lot of people. So I think there's certainly true that we're going to see an increase in council tax debt, uh, more than maybe normal. But equally, you know, we're going to experience the next couple of months is quite normal. And it is a lot of people struggling with council tax and councils doing as they can to try and recover that debt over the next couple of months. Now, my name is Alan McIntosh, and you're listening to Advice Talks. The way that council tax debt works is basically as a it's a daily tax. It's calculated on a daily basis, so you know it's divided over 365 days. And if you live in a house and you're the responsible adult, you know, for that house, you're the liable person, then you have to pay that tax. And that tax is levied over, uh, you know, the 365 days. But it's collected over uh, 10 months normally. Uh, sometimes that payment frequency can change. Some uh, councils will deduct it from, for example, their staff's wages. Uh, but generally speaking, it's deducted over a 10-month period, which normally means that at the end of the, 
the financial year in February and March. Most people normally would get two months' payment breaks. So what a lot of local authorities did at the beginning of this crisis was they brought this those payment breaks forward from February and March to April and May. So they tried to give people as much help as they could in April and May you know, bringing forward the payment breaks and then they began to try and recover the debt in June which was two months later than they would normally have started which means that the debt recovery process has now been pushed back several months so uh, people now getting council tax letters and letters from sheriff officers whereas normally they would have maybe received that a couple of months ago. Now what happens is you know when you get your council tax bill it normally comes through in March so a lot of people will be getting their next council tax bill for next year uh, within the next couple of months and then what councils normally do is they recover the debt normally from April onwards and they'll take it as I say over 10 months instalments. If you miss a payment on your council tax debt then what happens is councils will then issue you a seven day letter and that's basically saying that you've missed a payment you must make that payment within seven days in order to protect your right to continue to pay by instalments. Now, if you don't make that payment within those seven days, then the next stage in the recovery process is to send you a 14-day letter, and that basically demands the payment of the full amount for the full year. So that's uh, your full council tax and water and sewage due in one payment within 14 days, uh, which, unsurprisingly, most people would struggle to pay. Uh, now, then, after that, if you still haven't paid within those 14 days, the next stage is then to actually send it to the Sheriff Court where they get a summary warrant, which is equivalent of a court order in Scotland. Uh, now, summary warrants, as I say, they're equivalent of court orders, but unlike other court orders, they're a summary process, so there is no hearing. Basically, what happens is there's a list of names that goes over to the local Sheriff Court and the Sheriff just signs it and stamps it. And, you know, there is no court hearing or no court appearances required of anyone, but it is ultimately a equivalent of a court order that's been issued um, and after that then the next stage it was it then gets passed over to the sheriff officers for debt recovery and then they can use a process which is called diligence to start recovering that debt. Sheriff officers have got a, an array of different tools that they can then use to recover that debt. And the first of these is what's called a charge for payment, which is a 14-day demand for payment. Now, the problem with a charge for payment is right away, there's a fee involved in that, and the sheriff officers will apply that to your debt, which you have to pay. And also, the charge for payment then gives you 14 days to pay the debt in full. If you don't pay the debt in full, they then can move on to the next options. Uh, and the next one, it can be either a bank account arrestment, where they can arrest the funds in your account. Though they can, they can only arrest funds over £529.90. That's called the protected minimum balance. They could also maybe try and arrest your wages. Again, uh, they can't arrest all your wages. So, for example, if you're paid monthly, the first £529.90 is protected. Thereafter, they can take 19% of the amount over and above that. Uh, so, in Scotland, bank account arrestments are actually far more common, and possibly that's because, uh, you know, it's a one-off sort of debt recovery action. Uh, but what happens is if they can successfully arrest your bank account uh, at the right time, maybe when your wages are paid in, then they can seize any amount over £529.90. But if it's an earner's arrestment, they can only take 19% of the amount over that. Uh, so they're restricted in how much they can take. Although with a wage arrestment, they're allowed to keep taking that each month uh, or each, each pay time you get paid. Uh, other options open to sheriff officers are attachments, which is when they can attach property outside your home 
generally speaking, that means a car. Now, attachments these days aren't very common, uh, and one of the reasons for that is because the vast majority of cars out there are actually subject to car finance agreements, and I've covered this in other articles and blogs uh, where car finance agreements, you know, 90% of all new car sales, uh, you know, purchased using car finance. Uh, so if your car is subject to a conditional sale agreement, a higher purchase agreement or a PCP agreement, so sheriff officers cannot attach your car because it's not your property. Uh, other options they've got is they can do things like exceptional attachment orders, but as I'm going to discuss later on in this blog, that's when they come into your home and it's extremely rare now because so many items in people's homes are protected uh, and generally speaking it's really seen as like the, the last resort and only in situations where they believe that maybe people do have items in their house. Uh, that were the, they could be seized and sold. Another option that they've got, and it very rarely happens, but it does happen, is you know, bankruptcy. Uh, they can try and make you bankrupt. Generally speaking, local authorities in Scotland won't try and make you bankrupt unless you've actually you know, built up quite a lot of debt, maybe multiple years of council tax. Normally, you would need to owe more than £3,000 to actually be made bankrupt uh, for a council tax debt by a local authority. At the moment, until the 31st of March, under emergency coronavirus legislation, uh, you need to actually owe more than £10,000 uh, before a creditor is allowed to try and apply it to the court for your bankruptcy. So that there is a level of protection there for people at the moment. Now, going back to this idea that we're facing maybe, you know, an explosion of council tax debt in Scotland, I think that's true. As I said, for the reasons I've mentioned already, you know, the coronavirus crisis, the number of people that have maybe lost their job, the number of people that have maybe been forced into, you know, been furloughed or they've lost income, uh, and also, you know, just the number of people that have actually, for first time maybe in their life, had to try and manage or navigate their way through the benefit system, I think the chances are that there probably is going to be a, an increased number of people struggling to pay their council tax. Council tax debt is actually a major debt in Scotland, uh, you know, even before this coronavirus. If I look at some of the figures that were released just before Christmas here by the Accountant Bankruptcy, which is Scotland's personal insolvency service, uh, and what the Accountant Bankruptcy, they compile statistics uh, for the Scottish Government on diligence, the sort of debt recovery tactics that sheriff officers use uh, to recover debts. And they actually released figures specifically just for council tax processes. So if I go over diligences that sheriff officers can use, like attachments, which is when the attached property kept outside your home. Now, this is just for council tax debts alone in Scotland. And this was for the year 2019-20. So that was a year ending last April as the coronavirus crisis sort of began. Uh, there was 260 attachments. No, over a country the size of Scotland, 260 attachments shows that attachments are actually quite rare in Scotland. And a reason for that is that it's for only property only for property outside your home. And generally speaking, cars are now subject to car finance agreements and people don't actually own their cars, they're paying them off. Exceptional attachment orders, which is when they actually come into your house. Again, the number is very low, and these are actually some of the lowest numbers. It's like 160. So 160 times they got orders to go into people's home and recover stuff from their home. Now, just remind people, though, when they do come into your home, the vast majority of your items are protected. So things like your sofa, your, you know, your washing machine, your cooker, uh, even a laptop or a computer, children's toys, 
curtains, flooring, uh, tables, chairs, uh, TVs. These are all protected items. So in the cases where they do actually go into their house, people's homes, uh, the likelihood is that they've probably maybe got some information uh, I would imagine, uh, that, and they're targeting something specifically that they know somebody's got in their house that may be worth something. I would imagine that for the vast majority of people, uh, you know, exceptional attachment orders are not going to work uh, because the number, the majority of the items they've got in their home, uh, you know, are actually protected. But if we look at earnings assessments, wage assessments, which I mentioned earlier, there were 65,000 wage assessments last year, or in 2019-2020 for council tax. Uh, another one even more likely to be used is bank assessments, and there was roughly about 175,460 bank account assessments. So again, compare those numbers, wage assessments, 65,000 attachments for property outside the home, 260. Exceptional attachment orders for inside the home, 160. A bank investment, 175,460. Now, if we look at the one that I mentioned at the beginning, charge for payments, uh, which is a legal demand for payment, and it's the first thing that they would generally do, giving you the 14 days to pay the money after you've received the sum of the warrant. Uh, in Scotland, there was over 211,760 charge for payments. So that shows you that's that formal legal demand is the most common thing and it has to happen in nearly every case before they do anything else. Then, as I say, you know, the other ones, uh, it goes from then bank bank account investments down to wage investments and then the smaller ones are like attachments and etc. attachment orders. Now, finally, if your debt has been passed to sheriff officers, if they have served you a charge for payment or you've, you've had a, a demand from them and you're wondering, you know, what can you do? There are still options there. Uh, for example, you know, sheriff officers may still enter into a repayment plan with you. Although, generally speaking, they're going to want to know where you work if you're working uh, and they're going to want your bank account details. And that's so if you don't maintain the, the payment plan, that they can then go straight for an earnings arrestment or a bank account arrestment. Uh, they may have already arrested your wages, for example, um, you know, and you may be struggling as a result of that. Now, what I would say to anyone is if you are in that situation, it's important that you seek advice. Uh, so go to your local Citizens Advice Bureau, go to your local authority money advice centre, Every local authority in Scotland will have some form of money or benefit advice centres available uh, that people can contact to make sure that you're getting all the right exemptions and discounts and make sure you're getting all the right benefits. And they'll also look at maximising your income by seeing if you're entitled to any other benefits such as carers allowances, uh, you know, help your housing costs, discretionary housing payments. Uh, there's a number of different benefits out there. And if you go to an advice centre, they'll check all those things for you. But they'll also look at you know, what help they can give you with the council tax. So they, they may negotiate on your behalf with the sheriff officers to come up with a, a sort of repayment plan that's sustainable. But they also may look at other options for you as well. So they can look at options like the debt arrangement scheme, uh, which actually, if you've got a, if you've got a, you know, a, a wage arrestment on on your wage income already, uh, you know, if you go into the debt arrangement scheme, that can lift the wage arrestment, so you can actually, uh, you know, you don't need to worry about your wages being arrested anymore, and you just pay the debts and all your debts through the debt arrangement scheme. Uh, so it's one payment a month, uh, and it also frees interest and charges. So if you include other debts such as, you know, credit cards and personal loans, they can all go into that as well. Other options, if things, you know, if the debt arrangement scheme is not going to work, maybe things like the protected trust deeds, uh, but also bankruptcy 
And again, both of these will also lift wage adjustments. So the, the important thing is, is if you are in trouble with your council tax, if you are struggling, if you're getting letters from sheriff officers, or if you've even had your wages arrested, uh, the important thing to do is get advice. Now, if you're looking for information on where your local advice agency is, go to advicescotland.com. On, on the website, we've got a list of all the local free advice agencies throughout Scotland uh, for every single local authority area in Scotland. So wherever you live, there is an advice agency close by that will be able to help you. Now, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, then please follow it and please share it. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, or if you want, you can listen to it on advicescotland.com.